Hello and welcome to Into the Grid, a podcast where we watch and recap every episode of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow host, Mike. Mike, how's it going? Fantastic. Uh, yet again, this is a peek behind the curtain. We do two episodes at a time, like I said in the previous episode. Yes. And we're still in the best week ever as we are celebrating yeah. our one-year anniversary of recording Into the Grid for you guys. And uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm super happy. It's great. It's a one year anniversary. Uh, and also, as it is now past midnight over here on the East Coast, we're now three days from my birthday. No longer four like last episode. Now it's three. So just uh, yeah, dip it into the yeah. the hours as we record two episodes a yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I so okay. I do okay. want to. I have. I have some discussions for you because oh. I've been meaning to discuss this for a long time, and I keep forgetting to mention it. Okay. I have seen the second half of Beef Morphers. Yes, you have. The second half. Give us. The... Give us your quick spoiler-free review of season two of Beast Morphers. The so the beginning of season two. It's a good start. It it gets the ball rolling. But the latter half of the second season, holy crap. Uh, first off, you have that big crossover. Uh, so uh, here, let me explain this because each episode in the la latter half of the season actually sprinkles in a lot of, you know, um, crossover stuff between previous seasons. Okay. It It is like, it, it's such this is even though it's not an anniversary season it feels like an anniversary season yeah it is it sprinkles in so much stuff from the past you'll see like mentions of dino charge through a few of them leading up to the actual big crossover team up which has the dino charge rangers coming back minus i think only two don't show up in person but two are actually suited up and of course like you see, like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers pop up in suits, and then Dino Charge Rangers, uh, Dino Thunder Rangers pop up in suits. And it's funny. There's a scene in that crossover. Uh, you actually have an interaction between the red Dino Thunder Ranger and like the yellow Beef Morpher Ranger, uh -huh. and it's dubbed. They didn't bring Carter, the guy who played Carter, back. It's just dubbed by a r random guy. Oh, it's not it's not Connor's voice actor. No, or, or voice actor who played Connor. Uh, if, ooh, ooh, I'm not gonna look it up. But it's go by. I think it's James Napier. <laughs> oh my god, I think you're right. I think you're right. I yeah, think you're right. I, yeah, I think I remember from a year ago. James Napier. James Napier. Who plays Ethan James? Ooh. Oh shit! I should know this, but I don't. He's a Twitch streamer now. Yes. I, I shouldn't say he's a Twitch streamer. He's been no, streaming he's, on Twitch. He's, he's been. I've seen that on his yeah. Twitter, actually. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. So the the team up is pretty cool. You have. Uh... I, I, I see. I see what you're doing. Avoiding the question. I will say it's Kevin DeHaney for anybody that uh, wants yeah. to know. But... Yeah, I wouldn't even pull that. <laughs> Continue. Uh, we, don't, we don't pretend to know trivia. No, the, uh, the team up was pretty cool. And then you have like. Um, Austin St. John, the Red Ranger who plays uh, Please wait. Jason. Wait. Jason. Fuck, why did I you forget Jason's name? 
I did. Name the five original Power Rangers, Mike. Wait, am I having a brain fart tonight? Shit. So, dude, I'm Jason, gonna sweep you. Jason, Billy. Jason, Billy. Trini, Kimberly. Trini, Kimberly. Zach. Okay. All right. Okay, all right. Six. Tommy. All right. All okay. Right. And then who are the first three that join that replace? Oh. oh, I don't remember those. I know Rocky, it was Rocky, but then there was yeah. Uh, was it Tanya? I think it's Aisha first, isn't it? And then Tanya. Oh, oh crap! Or is right. it Tanya and then Aisha? No, it's Aisha then Tanya because she yeah. was during. Okay, yeah, and then um. Come on, yeah. this is okay. Wait, but the last one's a fan favorite. You have to know the last one. I'm a frog. Oh yeah, it's Adam. There you go. Okay, now then, who joins in Zio? Who's the who? Who the two? You said Tanya already, and then who's the Pink Ranger in Zio? And I guess, and she's also a Pink Ranger in MMPR, isn't no, she? She does come. Uh, it's Catherine. Yeah. Name yeah. all the Alien Rangers. I'm kidding. Oh Jesus Christ! No. <laughs> all right, move on. No, <laughs> sorry. That, 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 that's a long tangent. I'm sorry. No, when you see Jason come back, it's he hears a call because Devin does his call through the grid looking for help. And Jason comes in and it's, it's a decent scene between the two. And you you see Jason in action and I haven't seen the episode. I don't know where the episode is, but we do see Goldar come back and he's in his new suit. And it's just like, Jason is like, he's guys like, Oh my God, it was (laughs) so much going on in that episode. But then since when we do cover the show, Sean, we have to uh-huh. watch RPM first. Okay. Because you so wait, Beast Morphers has to go all the way at the end of the <laughs> franchise. Basically, uh, <laughs> unless unless we do, because we do a Disney and then a Neos yeah. or, or Hasbro season, we'll, we can do RPM and then Beast Morphers back to back. In this case, because there's a lot of RPM um, callbacks because. When I was re- watching it the first time, there was an episode where Devin calls Dr. K and he has advice about separating his father from the bad guy, which is oh. dinner charge technology. So later yeah. in the so towards the end, there's a lot of RPM stuff going on. I will mention that we actually do see Dr. K in full appearance. That's now. cool. So she comes back and she she is still, oh my god. The actress who plays her, she's still stunning because she played her when she was like 18 when the show back in the day. Now she's like, Dr. K was fucking eight. No, you're full of shit. She was not that young. She was. The actress was that young when she played Dr. K. Um, She looks like she doesn't even look different now. She's like, so damn. Okay. So she's. Oh my God. I forgot how young she is. Oh, yeah, because she's like a child prodigy. Yeah, in this series, yes. Yeah. But uh, played by look... Olivia Tennant. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, she was young. Holy crap. Yeah, it was. But uh, it is such, like, like I said, it's a, it's it's so much love and passion took place in this latter half of the season because it is just callback, 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 appearance, appearance, appearance. And like even the ending of it too is just so like I'm not even I'm not gonna mention 
the the reveal at the end because there's a big reveal about the villain and it is like i said we have to watch rpm and then we have to watch beef morphers yeah. because it is so connected to sean it is so goddamn connected because um oh who who produced the the second half of it oh it was, was the was judd lindbeck no 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 they they brought in someone new because he did produce rpm at the same it was the same guy it was like chip oh chip, chip uh, uh yeah i know who you're talking about yeah chip lynn i believe chip, is it chip lynn i think it's chip lynn if i'm recalling correctly um i know who you're talking about though uh chip 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 uh judd oh judd lynn is chip same yeah. person oh shit that's right he changed his name I didn't know how we changed his name, Jesus Christ. Um no, because yeah, he took the show like he I guess there was like I remember there was a cliffhanger at the end of RPM and they just like brought it back the show, just like it's like, okay. yeah, we'll do it. Even though it has nothing to do with go go busters whatsoever, the original Sentai footage is like, yeah, we'll just put this other show in like okay. years later. Which, and, I'm sorry, I'm just looking at stuff. Um, no, it's fine. I'm just rambling because I'm no, just. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen the end of it because it actually aired in the UK, and a lot of us were watching it through a third party app um, yeah. or third we'll party site. No, a lot of I, I remember Twitter was lighting up when everyone was watching it, and there was like it was like hashtag be spoilers. So because. Yeah. So it was, I was in all of that. So I was just like watching it and I just can't believe a year later I'm watching Beef Morphers. Just like I caught up with it and now I'm just ready for the potential future with Dino Fury. So that, yeah, that will be the and, last we'll do. Yeah. And so that's what I was looking up right now um, is that, uh, yeah, Judd Lynn worked on Beast Morphers and then. He was he was exec producer on Beast Morphers, but he was replaced by Simon Bennett going forward as EP. But Judlin is still Chiplin is still going to be working uh, closely for Dino Fury. Um, and I do like actually because okay, look here's the thing, guys. We do have a plan for this podcast. All right, uh-huh. we're not gonna go super in detail because stuff might move around. Yes, but. From what I have, what I'm looking at right now of what we have set up, what I really like is that one of the last seasons, for now, obviously by the time we get there, there will be more seasons to cover, but one of the last seasons right now is in space, and I really like that. Yeah. Uh, it's not the last one, but it's one of the last ones that we it's have a, slated right now. It's it's the one of the last ones because we're... Yeah, because we're jumping around. Yeah, we're jumping around, and we have to cover Zordon era a little bit differently than uh, we normally do because we have to do this straight from the beginning to the end, and the end is definitely in space. Yeah, and in space's ending is great, but we'll talk about that in twenty years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I highly, highly recommend you watching Beef Morphers. Just it is. Because watching the first season, you get to understand the characters a lot, and you get to see how close they are. Devin is a great Red Ranger; like he is the one of the best in recent years, and he does a lot in the second season, which proves himself to be worth, you know, top 
10 Red Rangers, which we've done. And we included them in the list because of that. Especially his interactions with Jason in that crossover uh, team-up episode. That was pretty cool. Seeing the original OG Red Ranger talking with the current generation Red Ranger. He's just, he's real neat. I like him. Yeah, because I just don't want to talk. I just wanted to ramble on on about that because I just I was so excited and I was like, ah, oh, it's connected to RPM. It's like fuck, it's my favorite season. It's just like now it's like shut up. We have to watch RPM then beef morpher so you understand all the connections. All right, all right. <laughs> so I yeah, am... well, we're gonna hit RPM uh, in a while. <laughs> in a in a while, I know it, it's only. It's only been a year, Sean. It's only been a year at this point. I know. And, and, I, and we're in... I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this list of shows. And I'm having second thoughts. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm looking at this list of shows, and I'm like, I'm. This isn't the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm not gonna say what the next show is after this. Not looking forward to that. <laughs> oh. No, 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 no. Ac- no, actually, out. actually, Sean. Yeah. We we can say it because remember how. Oh, we put uh, up the poll, didn't we? There was a poll on our Twitter a long time ago, and yeah. we asked uh, if we did a season of the show. Uh, where did I? Oh, actually, by the way. I didn't mention this in the last episode, but let me bring this up as I'm scrolling through our Twitter right now. Last time we talked about, uh, you asked if people liked Power Rangers Zeal. Oh, yeah, I see this now. Yes, uh, it's actually, there's seven hours left in the poll, but a lot of people like it. And I had to include Matt is okay, because one of one of, uh, one of of them was like, well, I don't actually like it, I don't like it, but it's not like I'm in the middle, so I, so I put Matt is okay. And then, so only 2% didn't like it. Uh, 24% said meh is okay, and then 73% say they do like it. So yes, Sean, people do like Zio. That's awesome. I'm excited to do Zio eventually. Um, So I did find the poll, and so we can't officially announce it. We'll go ahead and announce it right now. Next season we're doing is Samurai. Uh, Samurai got 60%, uh, 60.6%, Ninja Seal got 394 Those were the options. We yes. wanted to do... One of a one of the one of the two uh, bad ones, but not Megaforce because Megaforce is you know such a big anniversary season. We figure we'll save that for as far back as we can. Um, right. Even even if it's not a good anniversary season, it's still an anniversary season. So we're gonna try to save that. Yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, Samurai will be season three of Into the Grid. Uh, I I. I I need to stop talking, but I'm going to keep talking for a second. Tentatively right now, <laughs> that would probably start late October, early November, if I guessed. Uh, yes, I was going to bring that up because as of this recording, the last recording of July 15th, our one-year anniversary, we've got about two months left uh, to cover uh light speed. Yes. And so if we're gonna be in the middle of September, uh there will be And then a couple weeks of bonus episodes, because we'll take a little break in between seasons. I think a couple of weeks, but I think yeah, maybe October It'll probably debut in November, but we'll start watching in October. It'll, yes. We'll, we'll start watching probably halfway through October and then 
starting probably early in November, those episodes will start to go up. Yes, that sounds like the uh, proper trajectory of the podcast as we know it. Yes. Unless yes. unless Mike and I just need a fucking break one of these weeks, <laughs> which <laughs> might happen. There might be a week where we're like, we got six episodes on the back burner. We can fucking just take, we can take a second. Sure. Uh, unless sure. that happens, that is the kind of state of the podcast, if you will. We're a year in. We're going to kind of give you guys an idea of where we're going for the rest of 2020. Um, yes. I'm trying to justify all the shit that I've been saying. Because, you know, I, I like to be like, oh, I, I'm not going to say anything. We're going to keep it a secret until we get closer to it. Well, but I just ran my mouth a whole lot. <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to justify it. This is now the state of the podcast address. Yes. Uh, since it's the one year anniversary, we're giving you guys a peek into the next half of 2020. So, uh, yeah. Look forward yeah. to Power Rangers Samurai and Super Samurai, in case you're wondering. We will do Samurai and then Super Samurai back to back. Um, yes, 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 yes. It's it's, folks. I don't care about the super or not super. It's all one show. Yeah. We're covering all the episodes, regardless of how they split the damn episodes. Yeah. I know this, and it'll be a first for us actually splitting it up into two uh, separate seasons, which I, I, it makes sense. But I don't know how they're going to move forward. Because uh, Beef Morphers ended off with two seasons, we'll see how Dino Fury does if they do the same formula as before. But yeah, okay, yeah, we'll see. All right, I'm gonna actually move into the show now, or else we're never gonna get into it. No, go for um, it. Man. That's fine. I'm I am so happy. Episode 24, as time runs out, originally aired October 7th, 2000, directed by Isaac Florentine, written by Judd Lynn and Jackie Marchand. What do you remember from this episode, Mike? And I don't want... Have you looked at anything about this episode yet? No. Okay, don't. Until we start watching it. But off the top of your head, what do you remember about this episode? As time runs out, I... Because I, at first, when I started to think about these two episodes back-to-back, I'm thinking, well, my episode was a time trail episode. As time runs out, it's like, is it time-related? It has to be time-related, because I, I, I would love for it to be back-to-back like that. That would have been really cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> I would have been like, as time runs out, I don't know. It's like, ah, uh, yes. That's cause, okay. So real talk, Sean, uh-huh. I did. I did see this pop up clip wise from Morphing Legend who reposted about this particular episode. And I did see who it was. And I know what happens in this episode now. Oh damn it! I, I because I uh, I was like, wait, at times it runs. So I was like, oh, it's that episode. <laughs> um, all right, all right. I, I, someone comes back. Period. Yeah. yeah, we'll say that somebody comes back. I was caught very off guard when I watched the episode earlier today. I did not expect it, uh, and I'm very excited to talk about it. But first, we're gonna watch the episode. Uh, before we watch the episode, I just want to remind you guys that you guys can follow the show at Go Into the Grid on Twitter, or you guys can send us an email at Go Into the Grid at gmail.com. Mike, you ready to watch the episode? Yes. All right. So please join us, as always, as we go into, into the, the grid. grid.
are back. We just watched episode 24 of Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue. If you guys want to watch along, we watch on Netflix and Shout Factory has the DVDs. Mike, first thoughts on the episode. Wow. Just wow. Uh that 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 reveal at the end, holy shit. I Yeah. Even though I was a bit spoiled about the way they uh they did it, it was uh So you said you knew that somebody was coming back. Did you know both characters that were going to be at the end? Because there's two characters that come back at the end of the episode. Oh, oh, that's right. Ah, I didn't. Well, we'll talk about the other who come back because he didn't. Yeah. Do... He did something. Yeah, he but... really didn't. He's only it's he's all he's barely in the episode. But did you know he was going to be back? No. Okay. That uh... I did not know. No, I, uh, no, it's, uh, it's a good episode. I, it, it seems very familiar. Like, it, it seems like the villain's plot happened before, but different elements, like, this thing will happen at noon, and you can't do nothing about it in the time yeah. run. It, it, they repurposed this kind of villain plan before. Um, I think the one I remember is the one with the feathers. Uh, Yes. I mean, they've done that a couple times, kind of. In because I, the escort episode is almost similar. Yeah, so I was like, wait, it's so 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 similar to me, but uh, yeah, it's a, I liked it. All right, well, we're gonna dive into the episode. So the episode starts in the demon cave. Banshira tells Jinxer to bring Viper and Lokai to her. Uh, Olympia says, "Fail do too much. Viper and Lokai will be in charge." And like. Why? 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 Olympias has been around for how many episodes? Well, because you've not done much, my son. Olympias has been around for less than 10 episodes. Lokai and Viper have been feeling for 24. Like, (laughs) they've been around from the beginning. They have have a worse success rate than Olympias has. (laughs) I just, I don't get it. Well, I Why? guess still, because you know when a mother dis- is disappointed in the son, you gotta have to punish him somehow. And it's like, well, you didn't do much for me. Now I'm bring this, bring these two in to, to replace you because you just didn't do what I asked you to do. It is pretty cold blooded, huh? Very much so. I mean, she's she's taking out her own son. She's like, yeah, you're get out of here, kid. You're, <laughs> I'm gonna put the other you're, two in charge. You're gonna fulfill my purpose, goddammit. You will. Are a fa- last time. Come on. Such a fucking failure you are. It is revealed that Olympias was watching the meeting and he goes to meet with Viper and Lokai. He claims that they can't beat the Rangers unless they work together. He gives them his word that he won't betray them and asks them to put down their weapons and shake on it. Lokai accepts, and after a second, so does Viper. Y'all are fucking morons. <laughs> You're so stupid. These were going to be the leaders of the demon army, Mike. Mm-hmm. These two were going to be in charge. I'm on Olympias's side. If he can trick them like this, this is the equivalent of putting your finger on somebody's chest and being like, you got something. And then they look down and you flick them with your finger. Like, that's what <laughs> Olympias did to them. And Banshira was going to put them in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Bad idea. Very much so. Vines are up from the ground, grabbing Viper and Lokai, and then pulling them into the ground. And I like, he's like, I'll, I can't wait to share my plan with you. I'm sure it'll grab you. And then 
yep. get grabbed by the vines. And we cut to the theme song. And when we come back, Olympias is telling Benshira that the Rangers have defeated Viper and Lokai. Benshira tells him to avenge their destruction. And I kind of like how cunning Olympias is being. Mm-hmm. He sees an obstacle in his path and he immediately gets rid of it. And he straight up lies to his mom and does a pretty good job of it. Yep. Somewhere in Mariner Bay, a monster plants his hand into the ground? <laughs> I guess? Yep, because I see he's a, he's a vine yeah. monster. Yeah. He's just like, you know, he pulls it out, you know, he can do that. Yeah, his name is Vile Vine, as yes. we'll learn in a minute. The rangers arrive to investigate, and everything seems pretty quiet, but Chad notices the hand sticking out of the ground. Kelsey walks up to it and is about to touch it when Carter grabs her arm to stop her, which... Thank God Carter has some sense. Kelsey, are you a moron? <laughs> what are you doing? Why would you just touch that thing? I want to. I have to have it. I gotta see what happens. I gotta see what happens. It's too late, though, and the monster's hand shoots vines that stop the rangers from being able to get to their morphers. It, like, wraps yes. around their 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 wrists. Uh, Violvine tells them that the the... Flowers on the vines will open at noon and expel poisonous spores that will kill everyone in the city, which is like some Joker shit, right? Like, that's Joker being like, I'm going to poison the water supply! Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so this me, is Batman! This is a shorter time compared to the last one I remember with the feathers, because like, at dusk, the feathers will explode! But here it's like, at noon, which is like yeah, an hour, an hour. Says. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, you gotta be quick, and that's as time runs out, the title of the episode. <laughs> As time runs out. Vilevine returns to Olympias and tells him of his success. And I love Olympias. He's like, I love it when a plan comes together. I don't know. It's such a cliche line. And I love that they went for it. It is a cliche line from the A-team back in the 80s. Is it? I didn't know what the origin is. I've just heard it a million times. And I know it's kind I of a it. line that gets mocked at this point. And I love that he said it with his full chest. Yes. Very much so. In the desert, Viper and Lokai claw their way out of the sand, Lokai telling Viper that she should have listened to him. And it's like, what What are you talking about? You threw your weapon down first, dude. <laughs> He's like, oh, I tried to tell you not to trust Olympias. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He was just such a sucker. Just like, you know, I want to be first. I'll, I'll shake your hand. I'll do it, master. But no, it's like, change your mind like that. It's like, I, I told him not to do it. The two set off across the desert and start to come up with how to defeat Olympias. And they kind of look like R2 and 3PO on Tatooine. Just got to bring it back to Star Wars like always. Um, Which one is R2 and which is 3PO of the two of them? Nobody's a, nobody's a C3, so CP3O. Is, CP3O? <laughs> C3PO? I think Lokai is R2 and Viper is C3PO. I think Viper's got the sass that 3PO has. True, true, true. R2-D2 has that kind of Lokai level, I guess, and vice versa. Back at the Aqua Base, Miss Fairweather works on trying to remove the vines from Carter's Morpher. Her laser is able to destroy the the flower, hurting Carter in the process. Why is it whenever they have to do something painful, it's always Carter that they have to test it on? Because he's the leader. I guess, I guess that's what you get if you're Red Ranger. I don't know. Yeah. I just I feel like he's constantly getting tortured at <laughs> at the Aqua Base. But wait, is the laser yeah. working? No, so, it does not work. 
Well, it does destroy the flower, and then the flower regenerates. Yes. And then it hard cuts to Joel, like, with a pair of pliers, trying She's to, like... I'm gonna pry it open. Kelsey suggests isolating themselves so the spores can't destroy the city, and it's fucking relevant. <laughs> yes, relevant as AF 2020 yeah. hindsight. Yeah, dude. Uh, Miss Fairweather says that the spores are too small and can't be contained. Why? Why not just get them in like an airtight room? Like no, no, no. It's because it's so small they can go through like the creeks in the wall. Um. Mm. I mean, as they showed how they actually do get rid of them. Yeah, but like if you have an airtight room, right? Yeah, but you, there's a way to get out of an airtight room. Uh, there's there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be like a little spot. There's mm. it's like microscopic. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sounds a little convenient. Uh, Captain Mitchell arrives and tells them that there's a lab on the east side that has a poison that should work. It's too far, though, so the lab people are going to meet them halfway there. At this point, there's only 18 minutes left. As Carter is driving to the meeting point, the flowers begin to open. They arrive, and when they try to take the poison, Violvine shows up and destroys the poison. Uh, it takes them about 14 minutes to get there because they only have four minutes left by the time they the poison is destroyed. Right. Carter sees a plane flying overhead. Well, I, I, you know what? I am going to hit on this real quick because I do like that Vilevine shows up, destroys the poison, and is like, I'm because I know you guys will beat me. So I'm just, I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to yeah. let the time run out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I was also want to go back because there's, yeah. the scientist opens up the case and there's, you see the vials of poison in there. I think that scientist, if I'm not mistaken, is that's the same guy who played could be wrong though it's the same guy who did the cyborg rangers uh i don't think so but <laughs> he looks so fucking time runs out let's look let's look who plays that scientist i don't uh, think he's even listed yeah i no, doubt it even credited but i did I, he looks so damn familiar it's like wait a minute the scientist could be oh the cyborg ranger guy <laughs> but I, I if you if you listeners uh want to look that up for us and let us know, please let us know uh, through email or give us a voice message on anchor.fm slash into the grid slash message. Carter sees a plane flying overhead and gets the idea to use the Max Solar Zord to go to space so that the spores can't spread. What? And <laughs> it turns into like the last bit of The Martian. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, and the side for the Max Solozord is not at all what it was for when Ryan was in there, by the way. Like, that's completely, that's a completely different interior. Yeah, I know. I noticed. I was like, oh, boy. When the spores start to release, they open the shuttle door to suck out the spores. No, just no. This is not how that works. Not at all. That's not at all. You can't open the shuttle door. All of them would be dead. But the most tragic loss is Joel's hat flies out. Yeah, Joel's hat does fly out. During this whole sequence, I want to preface that Miss Fairweather is doing her damn hardest trying to get this thing going. Like she types on it on the, on the keyboard really fast, like, and then she's like, and she's like, she's screaming out like, "Oh my god, we have to do this and that!" And she's like in charge trying to get this to work so perfectly i mean so, miss fairweather's awesome very much so i was like oh my god go for a girl 
The bolt keeping Kelsey in place snaps, but Carter grabs her arm and keeps her from flying out. I no, uh, just no. The vines disappear after all the spores have been released, and the Max Solar Zord blows the spores up in space. They just kind of shoot at them, which I, I'm not sure that's how that works, but okay. It it's, doesn't really track. It, it's Power Rangers. John. It is Power Rangers. And this is a crazy episode. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, <laughs> back in the city, Violvine is like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to start blowing stuff up. And the Rangers show up and gloat about being able to get rid of the flowers. Like, they straight up gloat. And then Dana, like, evil laughs at him. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> an evil yeah. laugh. Yeah, I was just going to say, she's like, like uh, Jesse from Team Rocket. Like, <laughs> we're We're desperately in need of a Dana episode. <laughs> yes, we do. They get a morphing sequence, and Carter's like, this weed's getting pulled. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Carter. Carter's like, you have planted in the in the wrong backyard. Yeah. Pulling that weed from the wrong backyard. Fucking, yeah, that's a, that's a badass moment. Yes. The Rangers fight off some batlings, and then Carter, like, walks towards Vilevine slowly while Geek is, like, everything explodes behind mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, you, you can't beat the Power Rangers that easily, or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Rangers team up against Vilevine and use the V-Lancers to destroy him. Jinxer uses Monster Reborn to bring Vilevine back from the graveyard. The Rangers summon the Omega Zords and form the Omega Megazord. I love that name. And I really like the season, the sequence for them putting together the Omega Megazord. I just, I just, I think it looks neat. Mm-hmm. The Omega Megazord engages Vilevine and Lightning from the sky. Kind of lights the whole fucking city on fire. Like, there's a lot of property damage in this episode. Yeah. That was pretty neat. The Rangers use the Omega Missile and then follow it up with a couple slashes from their staff and Vilevine goes down. And this is one of those Megazord fights that I'm not a fan of. Uh, I think last episode's Megazord fight was really good, but this one's yep. kind of like, all right, it's whatever. It's subpar at this point in the season. Just like they're really not focusing on the Megazord fights that much. Yes, I think Dino Thunder did the Megazord fights much better. Yeah, I think we're going to realize that watching more, it's gonna be, we're going to have to analyze the Megazord fights a little bit closer each season. Viper and, Lo- yeah. Viper and Lokai arrive at the tomb that they were sealed in. Viper says that there's somebody in the tomb who can help them. It's then revealed that Ryan is watching them from afar. Ryan returns in this episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sean? Yeah? He doesn't do a goddamn thing. He he should have been like no, but he's like well, what's he gonna do? He's gonna fight him. It would be nice if you know after finding out that Diabolico is back. Oh, up. I'm I'm sure he's gonna go tell somebody. I would be. I think it would be really dumb if he doesn't. If if he does not show up next episode at the Aqua Base to be like, hey guys, everything is bad. I mean, I'm going to be really disappointed. I mean, you would think you were doing this episode, but no, it just... I mean, but the end of the episode is right after he finds out Diabolica is still alive. Like, you Diabol- think, you would think You think the scene would be like, you see his face, and I was going to be like, Agapis, can you hear me? Over. I have some bad news. And then uh, cut, didn't do, like, didn't do like, to be continued for the next episode. I don't know. 
I think it works the way it is as long as they pick up on it in the next episode. We'll, if we'll they see. don't, if they <laughs> don't, holy fuck, that will, would be really bad. I will bet you that he does not do a goddamn you don't, thing. You don't think he shows up next episode? I don't think he tells him at all. He thinks. Uh, I, do, I wait, do you think he's even in the next episode? I don't even think so. I think he oh. doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he comes back. He just like he just, just tries to do his thing here. That like, would be I'm, pretty bad. But anyways, yeah, I kind of <laughs> I spoke too soon, but yeah, reveal what happens when the tomb. Yes. Viper pushes Loki into the tomb and then follows him down. Viper reads hier- hieroglyphics from the wall and has Loki throw rope down into the tomb where there's like fucking lava at the bottom. And then Viper begins a ritual and someone begins to climb the rope. And out comes Diabolico. Dun, dun, dun. Dang. Ryan watches from the entrance to the tomb as Diabolico, Vipra, and Lokai come out. Viper tells Diabolico how Olympias tried to kill them, and they depart to get revenge against him, and the episode ends with a shot on Ryan as he watches his, his, his old nemesis uh, escape. <laughs> and that's, that is as time runs out. Yes. Mike? Yeah. With the full scope of the episode. Uh-huh. What'd you think? It no, it is a great episode. Um, villains do, did their part. Great plans, great execution. Some of the resolutions to what the Rangers are into is a little bit um, far fetched, but it's Power Rangers, so it's what it is. And uh, the reveal of the next part of the episode with the return of a couple of characters might be a possibility uh, for a good tease. So. Yes. I'm excited. The plot is picking up. We kind of, I mean, look, we like the monster of the week episodes. We like the kind of standard fair power Rangers. So I definitely, I wasn't like sitting around going, all right, when's the plot coming back? I was kind of cool with what we were doing, but I was pleasantly surprised watching the episode earlier that we were getting back into it. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, do you want to go ahead and hit the data? Sure. I have nothing else to say about it. Okay, okay. Uh, what is the best moment of the episode for you? Uh, it is the face-to-face with Carter and Monster, because he uh, he uh, does like the slow motion walk going up to him. He just like does his one-liner, and he fucking punches him out. <laughs> Yes, I, I, yes, that is a great moment. Um, oh, what is my best moment? Oh, this is difficult. This is really difficult. I, I really like Diabolico's return. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna say my favorite bit was, uh, no, you know, my favorite bit is the reveal that Ryan is just hanging out in the desert. He's just been watching the tomb. I like to imagine he's been there the entire time, just watching the tomb, waiting for somebody to go there. Yeah. Uh, who's the MVP of the episode? Oh, oh, this is this is very much all over the place. Uh, the one that stands out the most. Uh... I was going to do Olympus again because he had the great plan 
uh, <laughs> going on, but then <laughs> I'm gonna be crazy to say this. Vipra brought back Diabolico. Fuck it. I I will give it to you because I think unwillingly, but I will I, give it to you. I, I have to because without Viper not bringing Diabolico back, we don't we don't have this going on right now. So it's uh, I give this one little gleam of MVP ness. My yeah. MVP. Again, difficult. There's not a whole lot of standouts in this episode. It's kind of a team effort the whole way through. I'm going to give him his Fairweather because she was working real hard. She was hitting uh, those buttons, like you said. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, out of five, what are you going to give this episode? It, like I said, there's a few little nitpicks here and there. Um, especially the nonsense of going into space to get rid of those goddamn poison spores. Um, so like, I'll give it a 4.5. 4.5 out of 5? I'm gonna go ahead and give it yeah i'll give it a 4.5 out of 5 i thought it was really good yeah it's pretty decent no qualms or anything like that all right well that's the episode mike do you want to tell us where the listeners can find you yes uh if you want to follow me personally on twitter and instagram it's at mike mixtape and i have a bunch of shows in the process uh one of okay folks I'm trying to been doing. I've been trying to launch my own network for months now. I my life is busy as it is, but I'm trying to edit episodes to upload for my uh, network called Project Mix. Mix, fuck, it's a long night. Um, I always choose a hard name for me to figure out. Project Mix Cast, simple enough, because I have four shows plus some strangling episodes for you to listen to. I've got a Godzilla podcast called Men, Men Among Monsters with David B. I've got a spy slash espionage recap show. We're starting off with the Americans called Deep Out of Cover with Josh the Merc. I've got a show that I started on YouTube, bringing it over to my network called Between the Pond, which is a show with my friend Steph. We'd cover stuff between the U.S. and U.K. And coming soon is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast called Surf and Sewers with my friend Tyler, which I do Ride or Dive with, which Ride or Dive is a Kamen Rider podcast. We cover Kamen Rider Double. First things first, Project Mix Cast on Twitter. Add it right there. Boom. Anchor.fm slash Project Mix Cast. Favorite podcast platforms are all right there. Ride or Die at Ride or Die Podcast. Follow it. Tyler's doing a bang up job tweeting about Kamen Rider stuff. Um, Anchor.fm slash Rider hyphen die is a place to go to listen to that. And I do have another podcast on Merc with a movie blog, uh, the podcast feed at movie blog Merc. That's it takes two or cover two scene shows with Josh, of course, which is pretty fun as well. That's it. All right. If you guys want to follow me, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of pod. pod- yeah, oh my God. I do a bunch of podcasts and retweet them there. All the shows are always done by at my name is Sean on Twitter. That's at my name is S-H-A-U-N-N-N. Follow Sean on social media for all things design and nerd-related endeavors on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My name is Sean, S-H-A-U-N-N-N. 
Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Go Into the Grid on Twitter, and you guys can email us at GoIntoTheGrid at gmail.com. We host a show on Anchor, and you guys can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Castbox, and Podcast Addicts. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time when we go into the grid. Bye.